straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm not Thanos. <laughs> and this is Legends TV Talk. You're not Thanos. I'm not Thanos. Oh. Will, yes. I was led to believe that you were. Though not anymore. I don't want to no. say anything else, but you know, I don't wear <laughs> gloves. I had one glove on, but then then Michael Jackson died and I could never do it again. So. <laughs> uh, you do, well, you know, you could probably do the moonwalk a lot easier on uh, Titan because the gravity is all messed up and stuff, so. on the moon and, and the lean, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, the lean would be better. Yeah, well, so yeah, here we are. We're we're a week out from Infinity War. We're not going to talk about that here or, or, uh, or End Game. We're about game. a year, year a week out from Infinity War. Keep doing that. Yeah. We will spoil Infinity War here right now. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will spoil Infinity War. I'm I'm okay with that. But uh, in fact, like uh, on Flash TV Talk, I made a reference to Infinity War, and uh, both thought I was talking about End Game, and I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, but anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so, gentlemen, how how have you been? It's been it's been week. two weeks. For two weeks, yes, because I wasn't here last weekend. Wasn't no, I? you weren't. You were lousy skipper. I'm just kidding. It was all I was in Dallas watching the Overwatch League. Uh, how did that go? It's super fun, man. Uh, you, you ever you ever watch Overwatch League on the computer? No, because no. I do watch Magic though, so it's kind okay. of in that same wheelhouse. I, I watch yeah. people play video games, but that's about it. Well, this is basically the same thing, except you're in a stadium with like five thousand other people it's pretty neat it's a pretty cool experience i i like it houston is going to be building a stadium uh for next year so is like philadelphia and uh la and yeah yeah esports that can't they just like buy their (laughs) time in an actual stadium well i think i think uh so so this one in dallas was at the allen events center which is uh which is another stadium it's like a It's going to be the best bump I ever grab. Yeah, but I I think I think a couple places are actually building their own. Some places will will figure out if they want to rent a venue. Some places might build their own. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, it was super fun. Uh, However, I missed I missed recording the podcast, which was sad. Yes, Um, we went without you. We didn't go without you. Yeah, (laughs) it was weird. Like we had kids for so long, it was just like, yeah. So it's kind of nice to kind of, and I mean, don't get me wrong, love the kids, but for sure, it's nice to get back to a sense of normalcy where you know one weekend on one weekend off and get kind of back to normal so yeah i saw avengers endgame for a second time and then went out to lunch with all my friends who saw it with me and we just talked about it the whole time yeah <laughs> we I, picked it apart yeah I, and yeah. it does it, it i've seen it four times now and it does hold up don't get me wrong now i'm starting to find the little there are nuances. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah, like, yeah. uh, there's a few things, which again, we can't talk about for spoiler purposes, but yeah, like, I'm like, okay, but you know what? It is what it is. It's still, per- it was, it was a perfect superhero movie for the fans. Like you could tell mm-hmm. there are fan moments in there and I don't care. Well, and, and, the, and the coolest thing about it to me was that, that, yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. And and it's not just for comic book fans. There's right. Cinema, like people who've only watched the movies, there's payoff for them. And people who have read the comics and watched the movies, there's like you know this overlapping payoff, and I think it. I thought that was just really, really unique how they did that. It's pretty cool. And, and you know, the part for me where Cap says the line that we've all wanted him to say throughout this, and consider that a spoiler if you want, but you don't know what it is. I still go like, yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just that to me. Even, I was like in the theater, even I was like, oh my god, he's gonna say it. He's gonna say it. He's gonna say it. <laughs> even though they're already all there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, but no, that's how it is, though. That that's kind of like, yeah, like I could not get enough of it. I, loved it. I didn't mean to do that to myself again. I need to get a full mouse. 
Hi, Micah. You were bored. I don't believe you. I don't think that's. I don't think that's true. That's I don't Micah. either. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, Something anywho, uh, this I, th I think we yeah we you know we're here to talk about legends. Uh, so I, th I know it's it's, it's kind of hard to not talk about in games since it's right. kind of you know it's kind of in the same. same yeah, yeah. Two billion dollars at dethrone Titanic. It's on its way to dethrone Avatar. So. After just two weeks, that's what's insane yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's okay. what's the most insane to me. But uh, really, he felt infinity. I think infinity. I think it's all one movie. Like I do. I think it's a five-hour epic, Micah. Just so I, you know. Oh, for those listening at home, Micah says that he felt infinity was a total package the whole time. I think of it as a five-hour epic. I kind I, of. I I I think I liked Infinity War better, but I I do sort of view them together in one in one kind of package deal. Right, but if you if you're gonna view them separately as separate independent films, I kind of like Infinity War better. Although there are a lot of things that were payoffy, sort of like you know, nerdgasm moments. In he's out of the podcast. I'm sorry, I can't tolerate that. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm just kidding. I'm pull it back. <laughs> oh man, halfway through his sentence, he just I like know. bam, just go. Are you, sir? Uh, and with power that, of the engineering. <laughs> I think it's time for a history lesson. <laughs> no, I do want to hear what you had to say, but you know, <laughs> what was it? What were you saying though? Really? Oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, I don't even remember something about like you know, uh, if you uh, viewing them independently as films, I I think Infinity War was better. Um, although there's a lot of really cool stuff that I really liked in uh in Endgame, some payoffy things from the entire you know, yeah, ten year history of them doing it and all that kind of stuff. But um, there, yeah, there, there's. That. Yeah, there, there's a couple things that that uh, that I was just kind of like, eh, about Endgame that I wasn't too terribly happy with, just based off the things that happened in Infinity War. But uh, but yeah, I, I liked both movies. Um, I think I like Infinity War better. I'll I'll have to watch them back to back to see yeah. because I think that's that's where I'm really gonna get an idea of whether or not they're like they they fit together as like an epic or if it's just yeah uh, if it's two independent sort of things. I might have already done that. You, I'm not you. saying I'm a dirty pirate. I'm just hey, saying that um, there there were options. <laughs> what is what is what was the thing? It was like winners don't do drugs. Didn't they also say something about piracy in those like early arcade games in the nineties? All I know is Droopy, who used to say, "You know what? Cheaters never win." And then he'd go and kiss the hot girl. Ah, that's true. I was a little Droopy and man. Droopy the dog was all right, man. <laughs> but we should. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think it's enough. Uh, uh, everything other than Legends TV talk, <laughs> TV talk, and uh, I think it's time for a history lesson. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV talk. All right, season four, episode thirteen, Egg MacGuffin. Excellent line there, Excellent. inspired by us. I think, mm -hmm. uh, and this was this one was directed by Chris Tomorrow, and it was written by James Egan and Tyrone B. Carter. And Will, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? Oh, okay, I did it last time, but okay. Let me ooh, get the voice here. <coughs> Sarah tries to get Nate and Zari romantically involved by having them go after a fugitive in the year 1933. They infiltrate the Adventure Society, where Gordon Gilchrist reveals his discovery of a golden egg. After nameless Nazis show up looking for the egg, Ava and Sarah join the mission 
capture the egg and bring it on board the wave rider where it is revealed as a dragon egg meanwhile ray discovers neuron is inside him interesting and tries <laughs> to resist his control God, now i can't help it all right wait take two all right <laughs> Meanwhile, Ray discovers Neron is inside him and tries to resist his control. Neron looks to seal the possession by having Ray murder a loved one, first targeting Nora and then Nate. Constantine uses a spell to awaken Nora, who reveals that Neron controls Ray. Neron gives full control of Ray, or sorry, Neron gains full control of Ray when he offers to stop resisting to save Nate's life. Gary, feeling unappreciated by both the Legends and the Time Bureau, accepts his nipple back from Neuron and falls under his control. He and Ray teleport away, taking Constantine with them. Ava recruits Nora as part of the Time Bureau to help take down Neuron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done with the nipple. <laughs> I'm so done with that. Like, you know what you you said earlier on before the show started. You're like, we don't have a MacGuffin this week. I think we do, and I think the MacGuffin for the season has been the nipple. Yeah, it, like this, it has this... been consistently mentioned every yeah. episode. Gary's <laughs> nipple has had a more complete story arc than some other characters on some of the other CW shows. It's insane True story. Yeah, <laughs> true story. And that, yeah, that, that, I mean, that CGI nipple looked really good. <laughs> yeah, you well, you know, you got to get that. That was somebody's set. salary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so, yeah. Well, what did you think about this episode? I liked it. It kind of got back to what Legends does best, and I and I've got a friend Tim who who he's constantly asking me to have us talk about how Legends has gone too silly, and like he, he's actually pointing it out as a negative, really. Mm. Um. I, and I'm like, no, I kind of think that they they turned into the skid, like they 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 realized their role. And I think with having magic this season, they haven't been able to do a story like this, which is just stupid, like ridiculously, <laughs> like off the walls, slap nuts, nuts, like everything goes a little crazy. I mean, we're dealing with a nipple and that gets Gary possessed. I mean, it's what the legends do. So, I, I mean, for me, I was like, this is actually probably the best I've seen this season. Um, I really kind of liked it. I liked the movement. I liked the fact that Ray got possessed. And I, is it bad? I like Neron Ray a little bit more than I like Ray Ray. But yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I just I did. And I, I liked everything else. I liked the little side, uh, the, the little bit with Rory being the author. And I liked yeah, it was all pretty good. And again, they don't know what the hell to do with Charlie. She'll be gone next year. Like, she's she's kind of useless. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, other than that, I thought it was a great episode. Yeah, well, Kyle, what do, what do you think? What are your uh, musings about this episode? Yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I like I like the stuff with Ray, and I like the Indiana Jones as adventure. Yeah. Um, the subtle nods to it and the white dress, too, was perfect. Um, and then the little, where does it, where doesn't it hurt here? Yeah. Here. And, I, and my girlfriend was like, wait, what's this going on? I'm like, just wait, he's going to, he's going to say on his lips too, where they kiss. Of course that doesn't happen. And I'm like, right. great. Thanks. Thanks for making me look like an idiot. I was disappointed. Why didn't yeah. they do the whole lip thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't remember Indiana Jones going after a dragon egg, but Hey, <laughs> 
Yeah. Hey, Indiana uh, Jones six. We don't know what or five. We don't know what's coming. Uh, True. Hopefully, it's not Crystal Skulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Dragon Egg would be better than that. Who knows? Um, I, I I liked the the Romanticon, and I liked that Rory was really into it. Um, but I <sighs> Ramona has gotten or not. Dang it! <laughs> Did it again. Yeah. Uh, it's not Ramona. She's nice child. <laughs> I know. Her name's Mona. Mona. I yeah. know. Mona is it, Mona's getting better. Um I just I I didn't understand why she needed to um in in all sense of the words hulk out when she did. I thought that's kind of funny because she was yeah. so pissed. <laughs> yeah. But and then and then uh, Sarah and Ava were in this episode too. Yeah, yeah, they were. Like, they 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 had book club. They, they had book club. Yeah, and yeah, it was it was it was interesting. I I enjoyed it. I think uh, Nate as Neron is not sorry. Ray. Uh, Ray as Neron is going to be a very interesting thing. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be something where like Neron wouldn't be able to survive in him because of his sunny uh, disposition right. all the time, uh, which I thought would have been kind of funny. But uh, it's it's interesting, like you know, like you were saying, Will. Like it is, it is really silly. But they're starting to to bring all that kind of back, and and like the the constant ragging on Gary and all that kind of stuff. It's it's crazy to me that they are coming back and actually doing something about that. Yeah, and making that be uh, problematic and have repercussions to it. And the the whole you know the full circle on the, on the nipple thing from the first episode. Now it's coming mm-hmm. back. That was I. It, who who saw that coming? No one. Like that that's insane. Like that was uh really neat. I really appreciated that. I liked the whole Indiana Jones reference. That was also mm-hmm. uh really good. Um and yeah, like it it was it was interesting. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be weird to see. Uh, so I'm assuming that uh what's his name? Was it uh, uh Constantine's fling? Devin? No. Desmond. 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 So Desmond was not a willing host. Or was a willing host because Neron was seemed... not okay. Yeah, Neron seemed to make a distinction between a willing host and a non-willing host because he sent because Constantine sent Desmond to hell, and then so Neron just kind of like was like, "I'll pick this guy and use his." I, I don't think they've gone into. I don't think they've gone into that. It's possible he was because he was sent to hell. It's possible Neron was like, "Look, he sent you to hell. How could he love you?" You know, we can get him back. We can do that. Kind of like what he did to Gary. You know, and I'll tell you, the characterization of Neuron for this, it's it's a little rough in that regard because I think I like the character of Neuron. I know is, you know, the 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 thing with the deals. That's Neuron, like making deals with everybody, and he's like, I have to hold to it. It's a demon code, and if I make Mm -hmm. a deal with you, I have to keep it. Okay, that I'm I'm that I get. It's just it it doesn't feel as the whole thing about the host and all that. Neron never needed a host. Like oh. he just didn't. He he'd show up but out of green flame and be like, hey, what's that? You know. So it's kind of like, did you not want to pay an actor? Is this <laughs> a, like and then I'm sitting there going, is that so you could do the nipple effect? I'm not <laughs> totally sure. I kind of would have liked to have a blonde haired, like, you know green suiting wearing guy like you know a face to the villain but mm-hmm. well you know it's also like I, they, they didn't they probably didn't want to have to do a cg cloud effect every right. time you know neuron showed up so 
uh, having him possess a cast member would be even easier because then you're not hiring another actor either. Well, it's good um, writing too. It gives it gives you like something and someone to see and root for, and how tragic it's Ray and yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we'll, we'll dig into this one at the beginning though. You know, we have the the sexual tension between Zari and Nate, and so the solution here was Sarah decides to send them on a a, a mission date. So let, let's talk about that. So this this is something that seems to be relatively new, where they're trying to ship Zari and Nate. Uh, uh, Will, what do you what do you think about that? Do you think this is something that that's going to pay off in the end, or is this just like a we need to ship, so we got to ship? I think I, I to be quite honest, I like him better actually than Char than uh, Amara, Amaya, and Amaya, Amaya. And Nate. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, the, the two the, the two actors are giving from an acting perspective, they're giving each other a little bit more to work with than than Amaya did. Like they they are you can see it if you watch these two just from a detached point of view as two actors, you can see them kind of giving each other little balls over the net, so to speak, to hit back. And they're playing off of each other in such a way that it's building a chemistry that I yeah. didn't see Amaya and him have. So I'm kind of like, I'm okay with this relationship and this story in that regard. I mean, it, it, it does. It makes me a little sad to think about, you know, the actress who plays Amaya and, you know, the fact that she really has no purpose right now. Yeah. You, you know, it's kind of sad and, you know, it's, it, it Yeah. But I really like the relationship. I like the the story. I'm okay with it. I I get it. CW, so you gotta have one of them. And you know, now that they've kind of redeemed Nora, you know, I think they're gonna pair everybody off again. They're kind of moving to this place where we're like, you know, if we don't get renewed, which you know they filmed all this stuff wait, probably right around Christmas, so they had no idea if they were coming back. Yeah. You know, if we don't get renewed, we're we're at a place where we can have a like. I won't be surprised if the last episode can serve as a series finale. Yeah, eh, which is going to be interesting, though, because they did get at least 10 episodes next season, right? Right. So if they do the whole let's end the season on a high note, oh, crap, we have 10 more episodes, maybe they'll just be crisis based and set up some crisis stuff. That's what I'm hoping. They'll probably they probably film a tag like they did last year where think about it. They could have wrapped up last year and had it be done and then. Constantine shows up and throws a drag like it was completely it was almost out of nowhere yeah like that's a scene that they didn't have to have if it was a series finale they just wouldn't have put that in yeah so oh, yeah, another dragon head <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> oh, oh God, I didn't even think of that yeah <laughs> wait so is that the dragon that Constantine kills <laughs> or the baby of the dragon I think it's the mother yeah, or the baby of the, the one that was killed yeah or or it's the dragon that's in the egg. So they're going to kill it in the past before Constantine. And then bring to it, it to the past to where they were. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so Kyle, uh, you I don't mentioned... know. There's way too much time travel stuff to go on out, out here now. Yeah. Right. It's, Who knows it's kind which of... one's right. Hey, <laughs> go into the past. You don't affect the future. You can just create a whole new timeline. Yeah. God, I that's... hate that version of time travel oh, no, sorry the that's, that's the best it's the best it's the I best know. i don't know you're telling me what, back the, to the future's bullshit <laughs> what the branching the branching theory is actually it's actually pretty well known i the image image universe uses that a lot like i read a lot of, i've been reading savage dragon since it came out in 91 it's one of my favorite comics and that's kind of how eric larson does it he's like no, no no every decision we make 
it's almost like somebody made the alternate decision and mm -hmm. it created a new universe. So he's like, you can't really go back and fix something. If you fix it, it creates a new timeline, a new world in the multiverse, and yours is still going to go on. Like you can't change it. Yeah, it's like your <laughs> yeah, your future becomes you going back into the past and living in a new right. branch time. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting. I, I kind of like it. I think it's I think so. It's like for theory, Captain America could never like say he not that he did or would want to, but to say he ever went back in time and tried to be with Peggy, he couldn't be with Peggy. Because not time in changed. his timeline, you know, so no, yeah. because it could never happen. And, you know, that's just a completely uh, that's a completely, you know, made up idea. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, shoot. Speculation. Not speculation, but a uh, theory. Theory. Theoretical. Yes. We're talking yeah. theoretical here. So, yeah. But, yeah. you know. Like if if the Hulk went back in time to stop himself from going into the uh, into the gamma bomb. Gamma bomb. New, yeah. Like make it, a new it, history. Yeah, he couldn't do that because then that would mean that he would not be the Hulk. And so, like, you know, you can't affect your own timeline. It would make it right. that the Bruce Banner in where he went back split off into another branch. Mm -hmm. And that Bruce Banner never becomes the Hulk. But he is the Hulk right. in his timeline going back into another branch. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's kind of like Which is that. why I thought Looper was one of the worst movies ever. I was like, what a cheesy ending. So, by killing him, spoiler warning for a movie almost nine years old now uh, you know guy kills himself as a younger self and so he stops the whole thing it's like no not really <laughs> yeah i thought like that was that was the interesting uh taking that style of time travel to its logical conclusion was kind of neat like they capture the guy in the past and like as he's escaping yeah. they start cutting his limbs off and he just kind of like falls to pieces and stuff like and I thought that scars was, kept showing up yeah 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 i thought that was kind of neat just uh but yeah it's it's a weird form of time travel yeah but, uh, mm -hmm. But anyway. anywho, anywho, um, but yeah, so so we also had this uh, Romanticon subplot, which I thought was pretty neat. I this this was this is the whole like it's it, the thing I love about this show is they take these sort of like one off gags, like mix a romance ro a novel writer, and they keep going with it, and they keep going with it, and they keep going with it. And now we finally get it brought to this you know logical conclusion of it, where like you know Mick is responding to fan mail, and he wants to get this twenty thousand dollar check to show uh, show up at this as this romance con. Uh, but he, he doesn't want to like show people who he really is, which I think was kind of interesting. Uh, Kyle, mm -hmm. what do you think about that whole subplot? Uh, I, I had a feeling it was going to go the way that it did. Yeah. I mean, it was the only logical way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it worked out in the end. I, I enjoyed it. Um, he had, he, he coached Charlie pretty well and she knew everything that they were asked about until Mona showed up. Yeah. Yeah. And then she had to go and ruin it every day. <laughs> well, it was also interesting too, how uh, Charlie thought, cause she's like, you know, this cynic kind of character. She just figured that Mick was doing this to, to make fun of these people. Mm -hmm. And it really wasn't like, that was like, you know, kind of, you start to think about it and it's like, well, maybe, maybe he is, uh, cause he is this sort of cynic kind of dude, but no, like that is his heart's really into that, which I thought was, yeah. was a, a, a pretty interesting way to like represent that, uh, character. Uh, and it's, you know, you go back a couple years and, uh, you know, you have heat wave fighting the flash and to think that that dude would be one of the world's greatest romance novelist writers. Like, so wait, so he's, he's technically, he's gotta get, he's gotta get paid to write all those novels. So where is that money going I, to? Yeah, I don't know. Because he's the twenty thousand dollars. Probably his bank account in twenty nineteen yeah. or whatever year he left. Right. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so, so I have a question though, how do pen names work? So if, if is that something that's between me and my publisher? Yes. So my publisher yeah. would know who I am. Right. And so that's probably how all the letters were getting to Mick was that the publisher knew. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know why this is an important conversation, but I well, was no, it, curious. It's kind of important. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, we're, trying to, we're trying to headcanon our way around everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. Cause yeah, it would make, it, yeah. Is how does a publisher send you checks when you write best-selling novels if they don't know who you are? <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So, so that's, that's kind of our, you know, we got a couple of our little side plots here and I, I feel like the, the main thing of this episode is, is Nate discovering that, uh, he has been possessed by Neron and right. the corruption. Right. Sorry. God, right. I keep on saying Nate. <laughs> I don't know why Ray gets possessed by Neron and we have the corruption of Gary, uh, which will, did you see Gary becoming corrupt? Yeah. No, I, I halfway through the episode, I started to be like, Oh, this'll, this'll end, you know, especially when Neron started talking to him about, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, they don't listen to you. They don't like, it's like, Oh yeah. He's going to be out of all of them. He's the one who's susceptible. So yeah, like I don't know how I feel about that. Like I think it's interesting, uh, and and it kind of makes sense because I've always crapped. I mean, they have crapped on the whole show, but we never saw him caring about right. it until this episode. Um, and I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like I figure if that was something they wanted to do, they may have like put a couple inklings down in the past about him, sort of not enjoying how he's being treated and whatnot. Right. Um. So yeah, it did. It did feel kind of like it came out of nowhere, but um. Yeah, it's it's interesting too. Like you were talking about earlier with the the deals that Neron makes, and uh, I don't know too much about Neron, but you're saying that like that's like his thing, right? Like yes, he does that's the deal. really okay. what he does. It, it's kind of every time he's ever shown up in the comics, that's what he does. Now, does he ever like? Is, is it one of those like Faustian deal kind of things, or there, or like if, if he says, "Look, I'll I'll willingly let you possess me if you don't kill Nate," and so Neron will now not be able to kill Nate. Right, but he'll f he could always find a way around it. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. You know, like he's like, I didn't kill Nate. Somebody else. You know what I mean? The it's water like, in his lungs as he drowned in the car that I threw off a cliff <laughs> killed. Exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so interesting. Um, this will be this will be, you know, we have our characters that we've kind of not been doing too terribly much. Our Boy Scout character and our nerdy weird character are both now evil and are going to gallivant around and i don't know it's going to be interesting how what did you think about gary being evil and the whole ray neuron uh, possession aspect i was i was not expecting evil gary to show up i was not expecting his nipple to make an appearance either or to come back onto him onto himself. Yeah. Uh, but I think it makes sense in, in the term in, in the long run in the narrative of the story. Cause he, he Gary is kind of the, the walking cart is the carpet that everyone yeah. walks over and, and, and it sucks. Cause Gary, I mean, Gary is a fun, is a fun character, but so it makes sense that he would be the one to be, to turn to the dark side. Yeah. And it was nuts though. When, uh, you know, he's like, Oh, I got to kill a loved one. And Gary was, was like, like oh, oh, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't. You no, don't I mean, I like you, but yeah, I don't. That's okay. I'm not. I thought, I thought not loved cut. by the legends. I'm not loved by the Time Bureau. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, not loved by Mona. So. Man. But yeah, so it was it was interesting to me. Like I, I thought there might have been a little bit more resistance in Gary, and uh, the the nipple being the gift from Neuron is what like would turn him because we they've made references to that constantly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that was definitely something that like it, it coming up would have made sense. But like his his straight up, uh, you know, I could see Neuron like saying things like they don't like you, blah 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 blah, and him just being like, no, I'm Gary, I'm the lovable plucky guy, and then the nipple turning him. So it it, it did feel kind of odd to me for him to kind of like have those uh, bad thoughts, so to speak, and that negative, uh, uh, you know, stuff that, that he was going through. And then on top of that, the nipple to do it. I, I figured, you know, uh, he might be a little bit more resilient or whatnot, but, uh, but I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with this because yeah, Gary is this weird dude and he's, he's an idiot and maybe his ineptitude will like ruin Neuron's plan. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, okay. He just fumbles. He just fumbles his way to kill or to get to vanquish Neron. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like any any other any other ideas or, or comments about this? Because uh, I, I have a couple things I want to speculate on uh, in in regards to uh, uh, good old Ray Ray. Or I guess near Ray Rayon Rayon Rayon. Let's go with Rayon. Yeah, with little Rayon and Gary. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so any final musings about this episode before we uh, start to speculate? No I, hope call, I hope they call him Rayon. <laughs> I, I hope so too. All right. Well, uh, I think it's time for some speculation. It's time for speculation. All right, we got three things here that I kind of want to talk about. We have this baby dragon, which was the kind of cliffhanger ending that we had uh, on the episode. And we also have Rayon and Gary. Mm-hmm. And uh, so so two things here. What's the significance of this dragon? Is it related to Rayon and Gary? Uh, and will is this dragon going to end up being... Because, I mean, it's, it's in the title of the episode, right? Egg MacGuffin? Yeah. Is the dragon the MacGuffin going to be the, like the same kind of thing like Bebo was for Malice. Um, so I'm, I don't know. What, Will, what, what do you think? What about that? Let's, let's talk about the dragon egg first and we'll kind of go into like what Rayon and Gary's plans are. I, I'm not sure what to make of the dragon. To be quite honest, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, it, it could be something it could not. I mean, it's tough too, because I'm a Game of Thrones fan. So it's kind of I'm almost dragged <laughs> out. No. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think obviously it's going to be used for something. Mm-hmm. It'll probably hatch and be a pet for a while, and then it'll you know, it'll be uh, it'll be mixed new pet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like uh, Scabbers, not Scabbers. That's uh, Ron Weasley's pet. Uh, what was what was his rat's name? Axel. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So I could see that being more what happens, but. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Kyle, what do, what do you what do you think the dragon? Uh, what is the significance of the dragon? Um, boy, um, yeah, I, I, I hope it's gonna be. I hope that dragon's gonna be used to like 
in the end, but then they have to also send it back to hell or wherever it's from. And it's going to be like Frankenstein at the end of Monster Squad where it's like super sad, but it has to go open the portal anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Meg's going to get all sad again yeah. after, after losing another pet. Um, but I think, at first, I think it is, it will be the, the linchpin to destroy Neron. So you think the title Egg MacGuffin is actually that the dragon's going to be the MacGuffin to kill uh, Rayon? Yeah, because why else would you have a dragon? I know, right? Yeah, I don't know. It just it just seems like so obvious, right? <laughs> and if they, um, I bet someone's just gonna say Jakaris, and just <laughs> nothing is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just go poof. So I, I am curious though because you, I, I think it was Cal you mentioned it too that the dragon head that Constantine threw out at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if there's any connection here. I, I don't I don't think so because they never really mentioned dragons anything uh, other than that. So we'll no, see. No, they didn't. They, I mean, the only they they mentioned magical creatures and dragon is in the um, magical creature family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. yeah. So I mean, and it's it's the second dragon that we've seen. So it could very well be the the mother of this uh, dragon egg, yeah, or or it's the actual dragon that Constantine finds on the on the end of season three, making it one big story. oh like a time loop like, okay yeah. like a time loop yeah 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 um yeah so I don't know we'll we'll have to see about that that's I I feel like with a episode named egg mcguffin that there is going to be a dragon mcguffin and something's going to happen with that but i i'm, I'm more curious now about uh, what rayon's plans are going to be because uh you know previously when he was working with uh with biff he was trying to get a bunch of magical creatures together as an army to to fight something or another i guess and um tabitha like- he's wanting to also release tabitha yeah, Tabitha. That's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about Tabitha. Jeez, it was just the last episode. Um, yeah, so we've got we have three episodes left, and they're in, and they introduced someone new, and they didn't even talk about her this episode. No. So so yeah so I I guess what we what we know thus far about uh, about Rayon's plan is that he wants to get Tabitha into a host. Mm-hmm, right. What if Gary is the host of Tabitha? I could see that happening. It's just weird. I'd lean more towards Constantine. Constantine. Like, why host? bring him with him? That's true. That's true. But you need you need a willing host for the demon to go in there, and Gary probably more than... Um, oh, here we go. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. Okay. So, Gary is getting manipulated by uh, by Rayon, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Constantine, they're like, ah, oh, maybe he's too strong, and then the, the, the demon won't hold, and so Neron, Rayon, I guess, tries to convince Gary to be a vessel for the demon and then gary's like you don't even like me either and you're just using me and then he goes like super saiyan or something like that and kills her <laughs> maybe anyone anyone bueller super saiyan oh i get it <laughs> all right will what do you think is gonna happen <laughs> i i think the dragon's gonna do something i think tabitha will probably end up in gary and i think they brought Constantine so that he can see Desmond and they have them together. That would be about it. Yeah. It'd be a return of the Mac, you know?
Yeah. <laughs> you got to have the record scratch and like, you got to keep it below seven seconds. Otherwise, we're going to get sued. Uh, so nobody wants that. I think George Lucas goes to somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, I think that's that's that. Any any other moments of speculation that we have here? Not really. Yeah. I mean, like for for like next week's episode. So spoilers ahead. They're on ice. They're like in the mountains. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I don't get to see like the next episode. So. Oh, I had to look yeah. it up on YouTube because of because oh. yeah, the CW app doesn't show. Previews. Yeah, it never shows the previews. Yeah. So yeah, so I have to look at YouTube for it. But yeah, it's like they're like in the mountains and in snow and everything, and yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, I have no idea. Well, uh, with that said, I think it's time now for everyone's favorite portion of the show, and that is mix quote of the week. Mick had some good quotes this week, but I think really. <laughs> but I think I think the best one here, I think the best quote that we have mm-hmm. here is is what he said there at the end. And and you know we're not even going to go over the other ones. We're just going to give this one quote mm-hmm. that Mick said because it's by far the best one that he's had, and it's exactly. and it's great. It says so much about his character, and it's just really really neat to see him say it. So uh, Kyle, I'm just going to let you go go ahead and just, and just what is Mick's quote of the week this mm-hmm. week. It's why people like you come to con- come to conventions and dress up as your favorite characters. It's why a man sits behind a desk, typing, pouring his heart out. Why an author, a writer, replies to fans. It's connection. Human connection. Yeah! I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it really hits home to him, yeah. Because right. he's like he 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 found his place, right? Yeah, he finally found where he belongs, mm-hmm. and he found a group of people that he uh, and it's it's funny. It's not even the legends, right? It's his fans, right. and and yeah. yeah, and that's what that's what's cool about that. That's why I kind of feel that Mick's probably not going to be on the show next season. Uh, is that he having this realization that that's the connection that he longs for, and it's not on the ship that he's going to go and just become a full time writer? And uh, no, I. I think he's still going to stay on, but he's still going to, uh, he's pulling double duty as he is right now. Right. Perhaps we shall see. Yeah. Uh, but there you have it, folks. That's your mix quote of the week. Yay. Yay. And, uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I don't think we have roster. anything else. Yeah. No. We don't have a Ross review. It's That's an sad, early, but... it's an early episode. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, which is, which is crazy. So, well, there you have it. Uh, it looks like we're out of time, but if you want to keep in touch with us as we travel the time stream, here's how you can follow the show on Twitter at legends talk TV. And you can follow me on Twitter at ring that bell spelled B E A L L. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at CowCrowsy89. You can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at WR Benson or try to find my other podcast, the Planes Talkers Magic Podcast, where we talk about Magic the Gathering and all sorts of fun stuff. And if 280 characters is enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. And be sure to watch us live almost every week at our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the tvtalk.fm network with such shows as Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Star Wars, Tolkien, and more. And hey, while you're at it, check us out on iTunes. Give us a review, and we'll read them on the show. We haven't had one since January, so please, guys. Please do. Please do. We'd love that. 
And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. You can download all the TV Talk podcasts on the Google Play Store, iTunes, and Stitcher. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was my line. Uh, I was just too <laughs> sad by, by Satchel. And... <laughs> yeah. There we go. Play some taps. <laughs> Pour one out for Satchel right there. Uh, and as always, one special thanks. One for me. Yeah. Sorry. One for Satchel. One and for, for my homies. Yes. All of them. <laughs> May they rest in pieces. Uh, <laughs> special thanks, as always, to Charlie Bach for creating the music for our bumps. You can check out his other awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And as always, you stay classy, you idiots. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs>